What an upset, Austin. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Welcome to the First Rose Podcast. I'm Saran, along with my co-host Austin. And wow. <laughs> it's really yeah. all I can say. We uh I feel like our entire podcasting career just went down the drain with this episode because we've been saying since episode one joe's the guy joe's the guy he's gonna win he's a lock he's a lock and boy were we were we wrong (laughs) big time horribly wrong (laughs) we led our listeners astray this was not good (laughs) all for a guy that i am sticking by this I don't think was on the show from the first episode. They sn- producers snuck him in there. Oh, there's just so much to. I don't know, man. I don't know where we, we want to start with this podcast episode, but I just there's so much. I just I feel I don't know. The producers gave us nothing to even suspect it was Joe. You know what I mean? Like I never would. Yeah. I, I would have put the house, and that Joe was gonna be easy on to the next week. And it's interesting with Brandon and Nate on Michelle's point of view. Like she needed to see something from both of them to like move on. You know what I mean? Like to get to get yeah. to the fantasy suite. She's like, I need to see this from. I need Nate to. I, I need yeah. I need Nate to open up. I need him to say this or. Or brand, I need to see, you know, and he's a best friend, like you mentioned in your tweet, Saran. Like he's a I could see him be my best friend, but I want to see this. And they both delivered, but I, I mean, was it I guess they were both enough to surpass Joe. Or maybe Joe was never up top for her. We don't know, I guess. <laughs> the but, thing is, I don't I don't know why she chose Brandon over Joe when she could have chosen him over Nate. Because Nate's the one who, like, they kind of been hinting at this, but, like, he has commitment issues. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know, man. It was – and I think when Brandon pulled Michelle aside, too, at the rose ceremony, um, I mean, I saw it coming a mile away, and it's just – even like he even seemed like he felt defeated. He was like, yeah. <laughs> "Maybe going home tonight," but I just want you to know, like he was saving his ass. He was like, he wasn't there to. In my mind, I don't think he did that to get a rose. He did that so he could be the guy when, you know, if whoever gets engaged in Michelle, like ninety percent of other bachelor relationships, they break up. Who's gonna be the next guy to be there? He wanted to be that next guy. Like he already made a defeat. He wanted to be the plan B. That's what he was going for. I feel like, but he had well, the rose anyway. So <laughs> when he first pulled her aside, I thought he was just gonna like, like he saw the writing on the wall and was like, you know what, like the whole uh, "you can't fire me, I quit" thing. Yeah, I thought he was just gonna eliminate himself. Yeah, and I don't know, man. And I think this episode's always kind of funny and awkward, and we saw it hundred percent tonight when. They all hang out in the same room together and come back from the dates one by one. It's just awkward, and they all know what's happening. And um, I really like the conversation between Nate and Brandon about the the placing of 
they both thought, oh, it's best to go last. And Brandon's like, oh, it's best to go first because this, this, this. And um, I thought this for a while, and I'm definitely on, on Nate's side, but it's like you definitely don't want to be first, number one, in my opinion, because Nate hit it on the head. Number one, you know what happens in those dates, and you know what you experience, and there's guys coming after you. You know they're doing the same thing. To think that, like, it has to just destroy you. You know what I mean? Like, you're just you're knowing what's you know what's going on, and it's just it's a tough spot to be in, and you're agonizingly waiting for the other dates to be over compared to being the third guy. And I think if you're the third guy to go, like Nate kind of mentioned, you have that last impression, you know what I mean? To make an impact. And you're the last person that she has seen before the rose ceremony. And um, you just have the best opportunity to kind of make that impact. But that was kind of a side note, but I'm just, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. It could be that, well, I would say the middle date, which is what Joe got. He got to go in between Brandon and yeah. Nate. It's a safe spot. I feel like it's the safest spot. It's right in the middle. It's. I feel like he was in a good spot going into the night. I really I, do. I, I, I can see it being like how people say that like the middle child feels left out. Yeah. Because the old, like the youngest, gets all the attention. The oldest was the first, so the middle child is like, you know, yeah. So I can see it being like that. Yeah. I don't know, and I guess one thing that could have stopped her from giving the rose to Joe is it's the whole comfortability thing. Like, yeah, they're great. Like they get along well, but do they really have a connection beyond? the point that they're from the same town, the same background of playing basketball. Like they're perfect from that standpoint, but I guess we don't know if there was that deep of a connection beyond that. You know what I mean? It was just being with him, like she said, was always just, it felt comfortable. It felt like home. It was too easy. And that in the end, maybe it could only have taken Joe this far. You know what I mean? There was maybe nothing more beyond that. Um, I think the final two is going to be interesting as well because really these are two different guys um, in a sense where Nate, we saw in the preview, he's going to fight the battle of is he going to be able to get down on one knee? Is he going to be ready for engagement? He's very yeah. reserved. Brandon, he's all up front. He told you before the rose ceremony how upfront he was. Like, I want to be with you. This, this, this. Like, you're the one. Like, I'm ready to take it all the way if you give me the rose like it was just they're on two different two very different places right now and i just don't know which way she wants to go because if if she doesn't pick nate it's 100 percent because she doesn't feel like he's ready it's going to come down to who's ready to be engaged i think and yeah i, mean, I think brandon was going to get this far i didn't think he's going to hit the rose but the fact that he's still here is very interesting and maybe she yeah. likes the the reassurance that he's giving her all the time. Like he's very upfront, and he know she Michelle knows that if she would choose him, she's gonna get engaged. So yeah, it's definitely interesting because I think Nate has the commitment issues, but Brandon is like I. There's nothing interesting about him to yeah. me. Yeah, he just doesn't. I just. 
We haven't seen him all season. Yeah. He doesn't seem he seems like a great guy, but I don't know. He just seems like young. He doesn't seem like he's I don't know, man. I can't see him being a husband. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. feel like he's there yet. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and, uh, man. I know I've been saying this all season about the the length of these episodes. Right. But I damn near had a heart attack when they said the three hour finale. Oh yeah. They do that. And one thing I guess I don't know what they're doing this season, but I believe sometimes they I I didn't see the preview. Was it do they say it's gonna be just the episode or is like a live show included as well, like after the rose? They said a live three hour finale. Okay, yeah. So they'll basically it takes forever, dude. So they'll do like they'll visit the parents again and then they'll cut to a live show and they'll talk about what they're watching and then they'll do this, do this, do this, talk about it, more show, talk about it again. And it's just they really, really drag it out. Um yeah, three hours, get get buckled up for it. So they'll Try to put in as much content as possible so you're locked in for three hours. Oh, oh, three hours. Yeah. I don't even know if I can stay like... Well, I did. I do watch the Marvel movies and those are basically three hours, but... Yeah. I'm seeing Spider-Man Thursday. I am too. So, we'll see Not, how that goes. Thought about seeing the midnight showing, but... That's not gonna happen. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Um, you're thinking like, wait, when does it actually come out? Like, when would the midnight? Is that the midnight showing of like Wednesday midnight or Thursday midnight? It'll be the times I saw. Is it like Wednesday to Thursday or Thursday to Friday midnight? I think it's Thursday to Friday midnight. But the times I saw. I think the earliest, at least here in Georgia, the earliest you can see it is like 3 p.m. on on Thursday. Yeah, because we, I'm seeing with some people, and um, the guy who bought the tickets, they were originally for like 4 p.m., and then we ended up switching, and I don't think it's like a 6 p.m. showing. So it should be one of the first, one of the first, I guess, regular audience people to see it. So. Just to, I just want to get it over with before I see any spoilers on Twitter. So that's kind of the reason why we wanted to see it early too. Yeah, I've been I've been avoiding it. I've been avoiding like I'm. I see the hash. I mean not the hashtags, but the like it trending. Yeah. On my uh, on my trend on my for you, for yeah. trending, and I'm like I'm fighting the urge to click it. Dude, just resist. Two more days. Not even. Yeah. Just chill. Well, this is not a Spider-Man podcast. So. True. <laughs> Very true. I kind of want to touch on the Mintel All episode from last week. Yeah. Because I did. I watched it. Was it? No, I watched it today actually. And I did not was, watch it. I'll put that out there. I did not watch it. So you didn't watch it. This is you. It's it was it was pretty. <laughs> I think Pete or Peter 
Right. Uh, he he took over that that show. Yeah. Because like Will, so I think they opened with Will and Pete, like the whole Will and Pete thing, and Will was saying that Pete's sister slid into his DMs, and Will, I mean Pete was accusing Will of like sabotaging his pizzeria with bad reviews, and they were just going back and forth. And then at the end of that segment. Pete said, like, I have a surprise or something. Can we bring someone out? And this, like, this guy comes in and hands Will papers and says, you've been served for defamation. Oh, my gosh, dude. And it was the, it was the fakest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. You can tell, because the guy was a bad actor. Yeah, it's, that's what those... I mean, the typical mental laws is just added fluff drama with the people who like the TV time they had that were troublemakers and thought they were villains. And it's just, it's a lot of stupid stuff. That's why I really didn't watch it. And it would add nothing to my viewer experience, I guess. Like, it had nothing to the season. So that's why I kind of held back. But um, it doesn't surprise me too much. And they bought Jamie back on. And he continues to be bad at defending himself. Right. He's like he just digs himself a deeper hole. Yeah. Every time he sense. talks. That makes sense. Yeah. What I did like about the mental law episode though was the bloopers. I thought that were funny. Bloopers are usually pretty good. I will give them that. They were pretty funny. So do we think that? Brandon pulls off another upset next week. I mean, I really, I guess it's tough to be surprised anymore. I think, I think, I think picking Brandon this week just says a lot about where she's at. Um, I think the preview as well, like with her mom, Nick very well could have been edited. Where like I think she said, do you think he's ready to propose? And the mom says no. Producers do a nice job of editing, so it looks like that's what they're talking about. But it very well, maybe isn't. But it's gonna, I think it's gonna da- gonna come down to what the parents think, and I think they're gonna have a big influence on her decision. But I don't know. I think it's a very even fifty fifty. It just they're, like I said, they're two very different people in different places mentally about the whole engagement thing and it's just going to come down to which one she, if she wants to go with Brandon, who is a, a for sure lock or take a risk on Nate and maybe he flakes like stepfather said. Yeah, I think, I don't think he pulls off the upset, but I, I think Nate wins. Now, whether he proposes or not is an entirely different thing. Yeah. Well, then for fun, I will say Brandon wins, and we will see what happens. Yeah, let's let's talk about the upcoming season of The Bachelor, because it's it's interesting, because I don't, I think we talked about this last time, but I don't find Clayton, like, it's just a weird choice. Yep. 
for The Bachelor. And but I'm kind of curious about the season. Yeah. Because, I, yeah, go ahead. It's I'm curious, but there's like one thing that they keep showing in the previews that I'm just getting annoyed over is the whole he says he loves all three of us thing. Yeah. Welcome to the show, buddy. They keep the- replaying that and it, it, every every preview I see for it, they keep replaying it and it's getting on my nerves. Yeah, that's that goes back to the point where every season is becoming the same thing. Because everyone falls in love with multiple people and they always show the clip of, I'm done, I can't do this, I'm leaving. And then they always come back and it's just, I don't know. It's, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch, of course. <laughs> I can't yeah. not watch, but it's just like, give us something different. I'm, I am upset they chose Clayton, man. I, just, I don't know. It's it's. I don't know. I wish it was someone else, to be honest. Like watch it, watching the Mintel All special, like kind of like kind of reinforced what I said last time. And right. that like Rick would have been a perfect one. Yeah. Um Olu would have been a good one. Yeah. So since Joe got eliminated, he would have been a good one. Yeah. Even Rodney would have been a good one. Rodney would have been funny. That would, I think that would have opened. That would have been a really good one. That would have. Op- that would, I think that would have opened up a whole different door to being the bachelor. I think he's very goofy. He's not. I mean, he's good looking guy. But he's not like the best looking guy. He's. You know what I mean? He's. He's very yeah. different than what the bachelors typically are. I think that would have opened a lot of doors for a different kind of season for sure, which would have been interesting. So I would agree with that. That would have been pretty nice. Would have been a very different vibe, I think. Yeah, though, I think, yeah, having Rodney, it would have been like a really fun season. Yeah. But I guess producers don't want fun. They want drama because that's what gets ratings. Correct. Correct. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but uh, man, I guess I can give. Uh, should I wait until the next episode, the season finale? Huh? I said I was thinking if I should give my opinion on the season overall, or like my opinion on my whole bachelorette experience. I definitely wait to the end. Wait to the finale. You gotta, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta sit through a three-hour finale before you can get your opinion. <laughs> I don't want to sit through a three-hour finale. Listen, how about, how about this? How about you just tape it, then fast-forward through commercials? Then it's only like two and a half hours. That is true. Because I will be... Because I'm going to San Antonio on Monday. Are you going with Acorn? No. Uh, he, I mean, he will be there, but we'll be in San Antonio around the same time. Oh, nice. But I'm not going with him. Nice. And I guess Tuesday I'm gonna be tired from you know that whole thing when you like when you go somewhere else. Yes. And like you just your body's getting accustomed to being in that new place. Correct. Yes. So yeah, I'm gonna be like that on Tuesday, so I probably won't like have the energy to watch it. Yeah. But I will definitely record it 
No problem. And then watch it. No problem. Which is to say that there will be no podcast again next week. We just have naturally gone to this bi-weekly or every other week type format. Which I kind of <laughs> like, actually, though. I do, too. I'm, I'm not I'm not opposed. I mean, I guess you can't really like do it consistently for something like this. Yeah. But at least we know we can do it. It's yeah. It gives us a little more freedom. Yeah. And how's the, how's the cast schedule looking like? It's in January. I don't, I really don't think we have any, if at all Tuesday games, like it's pretty solid, but I'm not sure if the Bachelorette was or the Bachelor was switched to Mondays because that's when it usually is. That went back to Tuesdays because of Monday Night Football, which is also on ESPN, which is affiliated with ABC, so they don't want to take viewers away. Oh, the third so, is on Monday. So, what's that? The third, because the show comes out on the third, right? Okay, so it's going to be a- January 3rd, so it's on Monday. Rip, it's yeah, it's gonna be Monday, so that actually may be a problem anyway. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be able to watch it anyway because I'll be I'll be flying then, so yeah. The Cavs have a lot of games on Mondays, actually. I know two off the top of my head and two or three in January, actually. So, um, I guess the good thing is to save time for next season is you could always tape it on Mondays. Watch it on Tuesdays like we usually do, but fast forward through commercials and then record afterwards. So we could still do the same Tuesday schedule just the day after. And plus we'd save time because we would tape it and fast forward. So that's an option as well. Yeah, that actually I kind of like that. But yeah, podcast schedule for The Bachelor TBD. TBD. Well, there's a lot of people just waiting on what we do so we gotta kind of let them know that we're thinking of we're thinking of the listeners you know we're trying to think what's best because you know our listeners they're used to tuesdays anyway or really i guess wednesdays technically is when they're posted um yeah and we don't want to throw them off saran if they're used to wednesdays if we throw it out on a monday or tuesday they're gonna be lost they're gonna be confused <laughs> so really we're doing this for them as a thank you for listening. I am putting my sleep schedule like in a complete disarray by doing this because it's like every other night but Tuesday night I yes. have a fine regular sleep schedule. But then once Tuesday night hits, I'm like I could be up till 2 a.m. I could finish editing this podcast at like 11:30 and be done. Yeah. I feel like we don't need to do too much editing anymore. No, I don't. Yeah. Not really, but, you know. Yeah, I don't know. That's good, though. I think that's a, that's a good idea for the future, then TBD in terms of scheduling, and we'll see what happens. But season went by pretty fast. I think I saw – I just randomly clicked when I was watching – the show is this episode nine of the season. Is it only a ten week show? That seems very quick for a season of any show. So yeah, especially for a reality show. Yeah. Um, 
it's very quick. Just 10 we, weeks, and we're back at it again January 3rd. So, holy smokes. Like, it just never ends. Yeah, because me and Aaron watched the challenge that comes on MTV. And mm-hmm. that has, this current season has been airing since, I want to say, the beginning of October. And it's still going right now. Jeez. <laughs> I think we have like two episodes left. So it's like a, I want to say 21 episode season. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, I think there were a few weeks too in this season, the Bachelorette were like, they skipped a week as well. I think for whatever reason, maybe I'm just making that up. I know in the past they've done it. I don't think they skipped a week this, this season. We've definitely skipped weeks, but I don't think they have. Yeah, you may be right. I don't know. But, yeah, it's a, it's a quickie. It's a quick little show. Yeah. Just like I'll try to keep these podcasts quick. They've been getting... This is a quick one. This is going to be... I think we're under 30 minutes right now. Yeah. I feel, I think... The later in the season you get, the less you kind of have to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're only down to, we were down to three people this episode. There wasn't really like yeah. a lot to talk about. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But when we have a schedule for The Bachelor, you can find it on our Twitter. Oh. At the First Rose Pod. Or is that the first row podcast? What is our time? <laughs> at the first rose pod, I believe. Can't believe I uh, yeah, it's at the first rose pod. First rose pod. Yeah. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter. Oh. At what is see, I'm forgetting everything now. What oh, is my, my Twitter? <laughs> the white uh, at the white breath. <laughs> there you go. That's DA. White Brad Pitt. And we can find you on Twitter, Austin. At T-O-W-N-S 22. That's at Towns 22. That's um, got, I think, Saran did a nice job again today at the First Doors Pod Twitter. He did tweet Joe and Home is the biggest upset, I think, of all time. Or, it is the biggest upset of all time. It's uh, That may be factual. That may be very factual. I did not see it coming. My jaw dropped. Um, couldn't believe it. This is why we watch the show, folks. This is why they play the game, right? You never know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not a thing. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know. For some reason, I'm just drawing blanks tonight. I can't think of a single upset in history. <laughs> <laughs> How about Lehigh over Duke? That's okay, that's a, that, or okay, USBC that. over. Well, my, I don't know why I'm thinking college hoops for USBC over Virginia, sixteen one, or Giants over Patriots, or UConn women's basketball losing to whoever they lost to last week. Georgia Tech, and Are I was you, at that game. Were you actually? Yes, that was. Oh, uh, dude, that's so sad. For very you. upset. Or did I can't believe that. <laughs> It was it was me, Aaron, and my grandmother. We were all at the game. Oh man, that's sad for you. <laughs> and then they turn around and win like two days later. So, yeah, that's very sad. 
That's oh, man. Yeah, I had, a, I had a rough, rough weekend. So, so at least, at least Michigan's in the college football playoff. So you know, yeah, they'll probably lose though. Nah, I have hope. For the first time in, I don't know how long, I have hope for Michigan football. I just hope it's a good game. That's all I really care about now. I think that would that would be a better game than Cincinnati, Alabama. Yeah, I agree. Who does Notre Dame have? And they, I think Oklahoma State. They play. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. You know what bowl it is? I think it's it's in Phoenix. I think. I don't know what the bowl's called. Fiesta Bowl, maybe? Is it Fiesta Bowl? Seems like a big bowl to play in. I don't know if that's them. It might be. Let's see. Yes, it is the Fiesta Bowl. On January 1st. Oh, I see. I have a decommit. What do you mean? This is a, this is a, I'm looking at this SB Nation article, and it says a four-star wide receiver decommits from Notre Dame. Yikes. I think I must be. He must have been um, a, uh, once again, drawing a blank. Who was Notre Dame's coach? <laughs> It must have been a Kelly guy, Brian Kelly guy. Yeah, that's um, yeah, Brian Kelly guy. Okay, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta hit this podcast because I'm just, yeah, I don't know what it is. We're we're getting off the tracks here. I can't even. I don't know. Our fans from Germany and Australia have no idea what we're talking about right now. Uh, there might be some college football fans in Germany and Australia. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> just a reminder in case you didn't catch it um earlier in the podcast we'll be off next week so i'll be out of town but we'll be back the following week to cover the finale and all three hours of it yes yes we will <laughs> buckle up folks.